bad debt is like a loaded gun. It can either help you or it can kill you. And this is a quote by Robert Kiyosaki, and he's the author of most famously um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And in this episode, I think that I want to use this quote because it really exemplifies and encapsulates credit cards and debt as a whole. And in this episode, let me explain to you why. Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Talking With You. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about credit cards. And most importantly for me, why you shouldn't be afraid of them and why you should get one. Someone once told me that your credit score is like a report card for your life. And the higher the score, the better you're doing. I agree with that to a certain extent. I think credit cards are one of the most helpful things in the world, but also one of the most dangerous things as well. But also, I think it's that credit cards are very misunderstood. So the reason why I think they're misunderstood is because people just assume that when you have a credit card, you're going to accumulate debt. But however, that's not the case usually, because if you use your credit card in a responsible manner and you don't accumulate bad debt where you spend money, which you don't have, then you shouldn't ever have credit card debt. And I think that's one of the things where people will usually um, go wrong if they do have any credit card debt. So I currently have around eight credit cards and I usually use about um, two or three of them. Yeah, I just rotate them. I just think that like having, um, if you're a beginner, you should not have obviously as many credit cards, like for example, eight obviously, but I think once you get the hang of it, once you're able to pay off your balances, once you're able to, you know, trust yourself to have many cards and, you know, not use them. Because for me, I I have as many cards as possible because I want to um, raise my credit score as fast as possible. And I want to be able to um, raise my credit line as fast as possible because I eventually do want to be able to buy a house, be able to, you know, get a loan from the bank or anything like that. And having a good credit score really helps in, you know, when you want to buy a house, when you want to buy anything and the bank is going to look at your credit score. So I think that being able to show them that you have a good credit score is very important, especially if you're young, that you have a very long time. You know, so, some people usually have a very long time before they buy their first house, before they need to buy a big purchase, for example, a house, a car, you know, usually people buy them when they're 25, 30. And right now I'm only 21, you know, and I would assume most people that are listening, they're only around, let's say 20. So you have plenty of time to be able to um, raise your credit score to be able to have um, a better loan from the bank or interest rates. So when you have a credit card, I think it's very important to realize that a rule that I always have to live by is that I always pay off my full balance after I use the money before the next statement balance is due because you don't want to be paying interest on that credit card. So the so the basic premise of this is that a credit card interest rates comparatively to everything else is 20 to 30% usually. So a credit card is such a bad loan that they're giving you is because it's just quick money. Like you, the, the fear of um, a credit card is usually because, you know, people are always talking about how a lot of people have credit card debt. But the thing is, if you always don't ever spend a dollar that you don't actually have, like you, if you treat your credit card like a debit card, then you shouldn't have a problem.
because unless that's the last resort, because you could ask the bank for a loan or anything like that. Like, for example, if you're a student, you could just get a loan from um, the school, a subsidized loan and, you know, or unsubsidized one. A subsidized one, you would get a 6.8% interest rate, but it's after you graduate. So you want to accumulate interest at any point. Or you could do the sub uh, unsubsidized if you're out of the subsidized money. And that also is only around, I think it's only 7%, which is a lot lower than 30%. Because, you know, if you um, do $1,000, 30% of $1,000 is $300. Versus 7% is only $70. So that's a big difference. So if you really are in a desperate need for, you know, having extra cash around or something like that, I think it's still a better bet if you were to ask for a loan, if you were a student from the school or something like that. But that's still better than a credit card. But, you know, obviously um, everyone's situation is different. I would just say that you shouldn't, that shouldn't be like something you strive for to get um to try to accumulate debt on your credit cards because that's where you keep going down a spiral and you know before you're able to pay off the credit card balance you're gonna have to you know pay off the interest and the interest will keep accruing as long as you still have any debt so i would say don't just any don't don't just pay off the you know the million minimum balance you should pay off the full balance every single month at the end of the month you know I do, I personally do automatic payments. Like every single one of my cards, I always use automatic payments and I never have an issue with that. I've never missed the payment because, you know, having automatic payments on, you don't have to remember to ever pay it off. I would just say don't, in your debit card, in your bank account, don't forget that you still have a credit card transaction that, you know, will have to go through eventually. Don't spend all your money. Also, I know another thing that's sort of a trap that, you know, credit card companies kind of try to put people in where a lot of people just decide to pay the minimum balance because the credit card company offers them, for example, 0% interest for the first year, right? And that's for, but that you have to realize that that's only for the first year. Um, just make sure that if you do end up like having a high balance on it because, you know, it's 0% interest. So, you know, that is technically, you know, free borrowed money. But just remember that you're going to have to pay that off at the end of the year and that you should really um, try to figure out the rules of that. Because if you really do try to gain that system, um, try to realize that they are going to play you at the end of the day, probably because they're a multi-billion dollar company. You know, these are corporations that are trying to screw you over for money, obviously, because, you know, that's what they're they are. They aren't just loaning you this money for free. They obviously are trying to get this benefit out of it. And the benefit is that usually statistically, you know, people um, will mess up eventually if they're desperate. So they are hoping and they're banking on that because people see that, oh, it's 0% APR. They they don't, they don't remember that's only for one year. So they have a huge balance that they can't pay off. So, you know, if you um, have a $1,000 balance next year, then guess what? You just, and it's a 30% interest after you know it's already after a year so you're paying 300 in interest for the next year and then that becomes 1300 if you don't pay it off right and then that keeps snowballing snowballing just like how compound interest works for um, stocks this works in the opposite direction and it really can negatively impact you in a humongous way so i would just say if you aren't able to you know be on top of your finances if you aren't able to trust yourself to be able to use a credit card i would just say 
they're um, either don't use a, a credit card or just use a credit card only for like specific things like gas and then never touch it again. Or just like there's specific cards like you can preload into the credit card using your debit card. And then that's also another thing because I know for Chime, they do that where you have to preload in the money from your debit card and then they'll let you spend it like a credit card and that can help you you know raise your credit score if that's what you want to do I, I would just say that's like my little rant because i would say there's no point in getting your credit card if you're just gonna accumulate debt on it you know and i think it's just not smart to just um get a credit card and assume that you can have all this debt because you know you can assume that you know you can pay off this like 500 balance because you have a job but you know obviously um things can happen so you know you might lose your job you know you might have another payment come up for something else like you might have to pay for emergencies and you don't want to be stuck in a bind because you decided to pay for something that you didn't really need in the moment and you know it's it's very important to realize that you really 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 should not um abuse credit cards like um they would assume that you would like the credit card companies because they're hoping that you do that because they're hoping that you default. They're hoping that you have to pay off all this interest to them because that's how they make money at the end of the day. They don't just loan you out money for free and they don't want anything back. They do they do want stuff back. But I mean, that's kind of like the risk that they're taking in the sense that so in the sense that they they do want this benefit from you just in case that you do mess up because it's all about statistics you know statistically that's just like insurance insurance it's all about the probability of something happening that's why stats are so important because it's about the you're you're at this part of town you statistically are more likely to you know get into this accident at this time because your age this car all this blah blah, blah. so like that's kind of what they're doing in terms of credit cards as well where you know they're charging you specific things at specific times because they know that they're gonna try to get the most money out of you. Because if you really, really, really think about it, um, a credit card's um, like cash bag rewards aren't as good as you think they are. It just happens to be, if you're able to like play their game, then you do get some sort of benefit out of it, obviously, because something is better than nothing. Because, you know, 1% of $100 that you're gonna have to spend anyways, you know, is a um, dollar. You know, a dollar, that's still a dollar saved at the end of the day. You know, a thousand dollars is ten dollars. You know, you decide you need to spend, let's say, twenty thousand dollars for any reason in the year, you know, and, you know, that's one percent. Like if you get one percent cash back on that, that's still a lot of money, you know, at the end of the day. So it's just about being able to game the system. OK, so um, I just had to go on that little thing. Just, you know, fair warning that credit cards are, you know, they can definitely put you in a hole if you don't aren't careful and you need to be able to take responsibility. That's why like most people can't get credit cards until they're 18 years old. You know, that's kind of like you need to be able to take responsibility once you turn 18 to have a credit card, to have these responsibilities. You know, you can't get a credit card unless, you know, you have a co-signer. If you have someone like your parents to be able to become that person for you and, you know, pay off your debt if you do end up accumulating debt. So, OK, so there's that. OK, so. What do I look for in a credit card when I apply for credit cards? So I look I look for usually I look for cash back because I prefer cash back over rewards because rewards is something that's very um, I, I, I think rewards are something that I don't really love because 
for example, my Best Buy credit card. Let's say um, it's better dollar for dollar rewards versus a cashback card. Like basically, if I spend $500 at Best Buy, I get $50 in rewards, right? Maybe the equivalent of a, what a cashback card would do, it would give me back um, $25 in cashback. You know, realistically, it's not even going to be that high. But I would just say like, for example, because that's just like around half. I would say rewards cards are so much better um, than cashback because rewards you're locked in to that specific store you know that that store you know you have to go to that store to buy more things it's kind of like marketing they're gonna force you to go back in there and buy that extra thing that you didn't really want but you kind of like in your mind you want to now because because um you don't want to you know waste this reward that you know you earned because that's just very psychological that, you know, um, they give you a $25 reward, but you want like, a, for example, a video game, that's $60, right? It would be like $68 of tax. So $68 of tax, you know, $25 in rewards. Like you really didn't really need the game, but you kind of want it more because, because um, it, it kind of just feels cheaper. So like you really do want to buy it. So you spent more money than you were going to anyways, you know? That's kind of like how usually... I would say like psychologically, like psychologically that works. So, and also another thing about rewards is like, it's, you are obviously locked into using it for that store. Like Best Buy rewards, you can only use it at Best Buy, obviously. And also the rewards can expire. Like my Best Buy um, rewards often, they often expire before I'm able to buy anything from there. Cause it's obvious and it's usually always purposely done for like, let's say 30 days, you know, you have to go back in there and buy more stuff. And usually they give you like a really good cash back. Um, if you go shop there specifically. So I would say like, if you want a rewards card and because you want like a good benefit from a very like good store, I would say like the Amazon cash back card or the Amazon rewards card is pretty good. I, I believe it's 5% cash back for the Amazon one. And you know, if you shop on Amazon a lot and you're gonna shop still on Amazon a lot, then I would say that's a very smart thing to apply for and get because you know you can get a lot of cash back for it. So next is gonna be the cashback cards. Like so for me, like my, my credit cards, most cards I will get will give me around one percent cash back. Like for example, my Apple card, it gives me one percent cash back and two percent cash back if I use Apple Pay, three percent cash back if I, you know, buy an Apple product from Apple. But, you know, I would say I never really utilize the 3% cash back from Apple because I obviously do buy Apple products, but I don't buy them enough for it to like matter. Obviously, if I buy one, I'm probably going to use that if I don't go to Best Buy. But I would say um, that's just how. So cash back. Let me just explain cash back real quick. So cash back is essentially like 1%. So if cash back is usually just 1%. So 1% cash back out of $100 is $1. So just multiply by 0.1 and that's the cashback you're going to get. So usually I would say like if you're just a regular user, you wouldn't get that much cashback, but it's something is better than nothing, obviously. So cashback, I would say I like cashback a lot more because conversely from rewards, they don't ever expire. So you can, you know, actually spend it however you like. You can. Um, for most cards, you can just straight up put it back into your bank account, you know, for my um, Chase Freedom card, it it just goes straight back into my um, bank account. 
like whenever I want to, instead of like, or I just apply it to my statement balance because, you know, it's just easier that way. So I would say I like that a lot more than rewards because I would say rewards cards are also usually their um, systems, their websites aren't usually as good. Like they don't really usually ever have apps and stuff like that, where like I would say the chase card, my chase card and the Apple card and stuff like that has really good apps. Like the, my Amex has a really, really good interface, really good customer service, I'll say. For me, from my experience, a cashback card, there's not as good um, a customer experience and they it just doesn't seem like the full customer experience to me personally. Okay, so now let's go to like my favorite type of card. My favorite type of card is when you spend a certain amount of um, cash and then you get a cash bonus. I love cash bonus cards. For example, on my Chase card, my Freedom card, um, you get $500. If you spend $500, you get $150 back. But that was a like one time, like when you first apply and then the first three, within the first three months, if you spend $500, you get $150 back. So essentially you only spend $350 on your $500 purchase. But one thing I would say I, you really, really, really need to caution yourself against is that do not overspend because you think it's free. Like, don't just throw money away for the sake of throwing it away, you know? Like, make sure that you take full advantage of the card, but don't spend money that you don't have to spend. Like, for example, if you can't, or if you aren't able to spend $500 in three months, um, that's fine. I mean, you can ask, for example, I've asked my mom to like, are there any bills around the house that you need me to pay, you know? Because usually she just pays me back for the um whatever the expenses like for example the water bill the electricity bill the internet bill usually those rack up a lot of money and you know she's more than happy to just give me the cash and then i can just um pay pay them off for her so like for me that's usually what i do i mean i'm sure like a lot of people a lot of people could ask their parents you know whenever they buy their groceries you know just use their card instead and then they can just pay you back and that's kind of like really cool because think about it if your parents are paying you back that money and then you um, you get to keep the cash bonus, like if your parents spend $500 on your card and they pay you $500, then you just made $150. That is something that like, I just really love. Like I've done that a couple a couple times for a couple of my cards because I mean, they these companies, just they just want you to, you know, kind of like open an account with them because, you know, obviously they're offering a cash bonus for a reason. So, you know, why not take advantage of it? So, but I would say don't overspend for the sake of spending and also like time it out, you know, like if you're, if you know that, you know, you're not going to be spending a lot of money during a certain time of the year, then don't get the card at that time of the year, get it at a different time of the year then, or, you know, there's definitely creative solutions to these issues. So another favorite thing of mine is that um, a lot of credit cards, they usually offer very big cashbacks and very big promotions. For example, like around a month ago, my Amex, um, everyday um, cashback card um, had this promotion going where it had helped small businesses. Um, for example, it was essentially you spend $10 at a small business, you get $5 back. So I was able to use that 10 times. So I was able to um, save $50 and I was able to support small businesses. For example, like a meal that would usually cost $10 would only cost me five and it would help um, the small business and also like help me save money as well, you know? So that was a win-win. And I would also say, like, just keep an eye out for, like, deals and promotions like that, because 
is really crucial to you know take advantage full advantage of these cards because they put them out there for a reason and just make sure to keep your eye out for them and then just you know make sure to take advantage of it and obviously um these things come and go so you know maybe in a week from now a month from now like deals that happen today won't happen again so just make sure to keep your eye out if you really want to have a deal you know just make sure that you do actually apply maybe you know actually pay attention to see if it's still there because companies aren't just like a deal here today won't usually be here from a very long from now and also like there's a lot of cards like for example the discover card um there's a rotating one where um there's five percent cash back at certain places right now it's uh, amazon.com and walmart.com and you know it's gonna switch to like gas stuff like that so just keep an eye out for deals like that and I will just leave you with um, a supply chain concept that I think it really does apply to everyday life. You know, something I learned from supply chain. So every dollar you save on cost, that will equal a dollar in profit. While every do extra dollar you get from sales does not have the equal weight on your profits. So that's a rough analogy. But essentially, um, every dollar you save is an extra dollar in your pocket, right? But every dollar you earn isn't necessarily an extra dollar in your pocket because a lot of other factors, let's say taxes, lifestyle inflation, stuff like that, you know, like obviously that's not a like a one for one um, analogy. But, you know, I, I just think that that's a very good thing to just think about. And a general rule is obviously it's it's easier to increase your savings versus your income. It's it's easier to control like. Uh, how much money you're saving versus how much money you're going to be making you know obviously i don't most people don't have control over how, how much money they make so to wrap it all up uh credit cards are not your enemy they are not the enemy always build your credit if you want to be able to buy a house with a good interest rate or a car or a loan to from a bank because it is really to them it is a report card on your life you know you can beg all you want but they're not going to listen to you unless you have a, you know, a credible, a reputable a credit score. You know, a good credit score really does show a lot. And just having a good one really does prove a lot to them. And they most likely will give you, you know, the interest rate that you want and stuff like that. Another thing is never spend money you don't have and take advantage of money you need to spend anyways, because that's the only that I think that's the only smart way to, you know, spend and keep your money. And lastly, a dollar saved is an extra dollar in your pocket. Okay, I'm done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking With You. See you next time. Thank you so much.